brain Welcome into his frequency Enter at your own risk Come be at peace with me Ask the call Where we rise and don't fall Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Now, today, I have a returning guest, um, a, a common uh, a visitor of Baxter's Buzz and my frequency. She is an avid traveler. She is um, a PhD candidate and a senior uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion manager, Nefertiti Holt. Welcome back to Baxter's Buzz, Nephew. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Baxter. Oh, man, my pleasure. My pleasure. So for folks that may not know, I've just written my first book. Um, it is called, thank you very much. It is called um, Angelic Eights. It's a letter to, to Zara. Um, it's a letter to my daughter. I am uh, going over some really important lessons, um, eight lessons to be exact. And as I started to think about and, and you know, share with, with you, Nephi, what the book was about and some of the lessons, I was like, oh, it would be really awesome if you could join me to talk about um, one slash two of them, they kind of dovetail together. But um, the lesson that I, that I thought about for, for you specifically is um, because how hard you work. And I know that you spent a lot of time just kind of, you know, working away, right? Um, one of the, the chapters is called the, the harder you work, the lonelier that you may feel, right? And I really wanted to communicate to her and others that it's gonna be, it's okay. Sometimes um, you're gonna have to just put your head down, get tunnel vision and, and get things done. And the projects that you may be working on, it's probably not gonna be as important to everyone as it is to you. And that's that's okay, and that's okay. And, and uh, yeah, people will, People will meet you at the finish line. They'll get you some, oh, some water and some flowers. Right? They'll be <laughs> like, Nephi, great job, right? Yeah, they, 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 they're not going to run that race with you. And, it's a, and, and you shouldn't expect them to, right? So talk, talk about, um, you know, how like how you learn that and in, in, in like the loneliest I know like the, the how you can feel a bit when you're doing your study and you're you're working on uh you know projects and masters and second masters and and all of that stuff right and now a PhD candidate like speak to sort of how you've managed to to get through that and and get got gotten over like the the fact that you like it's just it's just you, Ness. Like there's there's certain things that you have to go at alone, right? Right, right. So the first thing that I think of that's most recent is uh, my current PhD candidacy, and I am a ABD, which is all but dissertation. And I had a conversation with my chair, and I love him because he's very assertive and he's very upfront. Basically, you're like whoa, but then over time you appreciate that upfrontness. And he told me he says. It doesn't matter if a dog gets hit by a car. It doesn't matter if someone gets sick. He guys, unless you die, 
<laughs> the expectation is for you to get this done. Otherwise, why you are why are you enrolled? And I, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, that was so reflective. He goes, sometimes you have to say no. But he didn't stop there. He told me about his candidacy, his family, his job. And he told me how he had to make these sacrifices and put boundaries and guardrails in place to do so. And so for me, it has been lonely because there's times where I'm working on my regular job for eight, nine hours, depending on what my projects are, and then pick up my kids and then try to exercise for my own mental health and stress level reducing. And then I'll be in this office until one o'clock in the morning. In fact, this Saturday, I was up until four o'clock in the morning getting things done because as writers, you get into this groove and you like don't want to stop the groove of writing. Now, the next day I paid the price and had to pill myself out of bed to go to church. And it's still, it's still on me. The monkey's still on my back from me making that sacrifice. But guess what? I produced the 20 pages per week that I had to produce and what I promised in my own term plan. So the difference is when you're ABD, there's nobody telling you, you have to do this, you have to do that. You know what you have to do, you read through it and you have to deliver or you don't, and you waste time and you waste money. So it is, it's lonely, but you have to uh, be aware of your surroundings, aware of your distractions, and you have to learn that your knows me know, because agreeing with you is that at the end, they're gonna say, oh, that's my friend. That's my PhD friend, or that's my nephew, and here's the flowers. But the race, oh no, they're not going to run the race with me. That's right. Nobody can write the, the, those papers for you. Um, yeah, so they may be doing something that seems a lot more fun at the time, right? It's like, hey, come come out, let's have dinner. Let's, you know, we're taking a quick a quick trip out of town, and it's like, no, I, you know, I can't, right? I, I. Um, I need to get get this done. Um, the the other piece of that, and like I said, it, it's really the, a, a similar theme in my um, the way I see it is the delayed gratification piece, right? We're we're in this microwave era where we want everything, we want it right now. Speak to your mental um, approach as far as this PhD candidacy and knowing, and even your two masters, um, speak about how you approach it mentally, knowing that there's going to be time and effort put into it, but, but like you, but you're, you're committed to sort of getting on the other, other side of it. Well, I always think about like really trusting the process because a lot of times we want instant gratification, this microwave society. But I actually was having a conversation with my 20 year old son today and letting him know because he wants the whole world now. And I explained to him, sweetheart, if it was that easy, first of all, everyone would do it. And if everyone's a winner, then no one's a winner at all. And he goes, what do you mean? You know, I said, you, everyone's race is different. Someone's going to have X, Y, and Z now. You don't know what the story was. People, I want the glory. But you ain't got to tell me the story. Spare me all the nuts and bolts of what happened. So for me, it's really like, okay, celebrating every single milestone, sharing those celebrations with people who are very close to me. And uh, another thing that really helps me is having accountability uh, you know, partners. So I have a, a, a young lady named Ido, and I love her. We started the program together initially, and she's ahead of me. So right now I'm in the proposal stage waiting to get my chapter one, two, and three done. And she's already getting hers approved, and she's waiting on the IRB approval. So she, you know, sent me a message this morning saying, hey, I'm your accountability partner. Where are you at? What you doing? This is where I'm at. This is what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. 
especially with, with you doing it online, you need that because you are basically by yourself. So it's really important right. to have those partnerships. And it's really important for you to communicate where you are. I think that a lot of times, especially PhD candidates, people that like you, that you're in sales, if you don't communicate what your desires and goals are, people just don't know what to expect and they don't know what's going on. And it's not fair to them, right, to withdraw and say, hey, I have X, Y, and Z to do. Like everyone that's in my circle knows Nephi has 20 pages a week for the next couple of weeks. Nephi can't go here. Nephi can't talk and Nephi can't text. It's nothing personal. It's that, that I'm tunnel vision. And just like you, I'm sure that you got to stop and say, I can't do X, Y, and Z. And people who love and care for you and support you, they have no choice but to be there for you. Otherwise, you got to clone your people. And that's one thing I love about spring. And I'm a big flower and landscaping person. Everything that I pruned came back. Had I not pruned it, it wouldn't come back. So I believe in pruning within as well. Well, let me just say, you have also ended up touching on a couple other topics of this book, but I can't, I will not, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I can't wait for you to read it because uh, you'll appreciate the lessons, things that we've talked about ourselves, um, you know, as we've gotten to know each other and share sort of our, what our goals are. And yeah, these things, the, the competition, we can't run from it. We have to know that certain things we're going to have to go at it alone. I applaud you for all the hard work that you're doing. Um, it's been an inspiration to me. And, and I also just appreciate you sharing your knowledge on, on my platform because you have so much to offer. And um, and and I, I really uh, think that the, the relationships with this, my circle, um, you being part of that has really helped shape the message that I wanted to put inside the book. So thank you, Neff. Thank you so much. And you're just as inspirational as well. And I do believe that iron sharpens iron. So thank you so much for being iron. Thank you. Thank you. So on behalf of Nefertiti, um, I am Baxter E. Hall. The, the name of the book is Angelic Eights, A Letter to Zara. Um, and I want everyone to know whether they're listening or, or watching this, that you are all capable. You just have to be sure to embrace your own frequency. So thanks again, Neff, and uh, to everyone watching and listening. Next time, uh, peace. Welcome into his brain, welcome into his frequency, enter at your own risk, come be at peace with me, ask the call, where we rise and don't fall.